Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 2021 season of the Jeff is Moody Show. Welcome back, y'all. As is the norm, I have come to deliver to you the number one flight in the internet, radio, and podcast skies. We will laugh together. We will cry together. We will keep it real. We will keep it raw. The topics will range, but ain't nothing strange to y'all. Y'all know what we do. Know what Honesty. Love. Truth. Music. And most importantly, a bounce. A bounce that resonates through the community and lets you know that talk radio is real. Podcasts are real. And who better to do it than me? This is the 2021 season of the Jefferson Moody Show. Yes. We're about to get started. Yes. But y'all know what I do. Yes. Before we get started, hey, yo, job. Let's bounce. I know it's a talk show, but listen, I need you to bounce. See, what we do, it don't work without a bounce. Welcome to the 2021 season. Enjoy. Young Sean. Hey, family. Hey, everyone. Hey, what up, y'all? Hey, what's up, family? Young Sean, I want to try this today. It's going to be a dynamically busy two weeks um, ahead of of me right here. I don't know if dynamically busy is, is a word or phrase. It should be. Can't ring the bell. Can't ring the bell. We, I want to. I want to do. Uh, I want to try something. Like after I after I do my opening monologue, Sean. I want to. I'm going to explain to the fam what we're doing today. Hey, everyone, family. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the flight. We're about to hit the friendly podcast, guys. Y'all know what time it is. Young Sean, you good? Everything good with you? Mom, good. Dad, good. Everything good? Okay. You you got your you got your drink right. Young Sean getting health conscious. He off that Kool Aid, so he be drinking whatever he want. Lawns, it ain't no liquor in front of me. Anybody gonna drink liquor around here, young Sean? It'll be me. All right, you got a little something to snack on. You know what I'm saying? You, you, okay. You cover your ears if you want to. You are older man. You're older young man now. I'm kind of ready to give them what what they used to. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Welcome to Team Jim. What the hell? Jeff is Moody in the house. Young Sean, let's go ahead on and give our people what they used to, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Thank you. All my people over there and over there at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens. 
Welcome to the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturel on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. For all my iPhone and iPad users and all my Android people, listen, come to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Go to the upper right-hand side and download that Podcast FM app. All right? Contact me on Instagram or FB at the Jeffers Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and or questions to 678-386-5331. I do have to say, y'all, I never have conversation. I love the family, but I'm on the run. I never have conversations with people unless it's text. But I got to tell y'all, I did talk to one of one of the listening family the other weekend. It was a great conversation. Keeping your name to myself. No motherfuckers. Don't don't start thinking I'm a uh, pick up a phone or do anything like that. Don't do that. Love y'all, but don't do that. Can't ring the bell. Six seven eight three eight six five three three one for your questions and comments about the Jeffers Moody Show. If you want to hit DJ Naturel up, uh, she's on all social media at DJ Naturel N A T U R E L. You might want to hit her up and salute her for her ATL traffic mix. Now, family, I'm going to be your pilot for this three-hour flight. Really, I'm your pilot for two hours of the three, and Naturel takes over the piloting duties for the last hour with some of the most blazing music uh, uh, playlists and mixes you've ever heard. She can get, she's going to get you through that traffic. I'm going to tell you, no disrespect to terrestrial radio, my baby sister uh, uh, kicks they ass. Can't ring the bell yet. So kick back, relax if you can, even if you cannot. I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to the Jeffers Moody Show while you're on the road. Honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Y'all hear my bell? You know the drivers keep this show moving. More than anybody else, and I, and we love everyone equally, but that gotta always salute. That's why I try not to ring the bell before I say what's up to my drivers. To all our new listeners, it's kind of like this all the time. I'm trying something new today, but don't don't worry. I got you. One love to all my family who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody Show. Whether you're in the gym, uh, uh, in the house, wherever you are, wherever you may be, if you're listening, I, I really thank you for that. Now, but now before I get into this, I may get the name wrong, and I hope I don't. Because I was talking to the architect, Sean Garvey, and he was telling me about a queen that he knows. It's either Sanja or Sonia. And she said she enjoyed the show, and the show was the truth and things like that, and Thank you so much, Queen. I can ring bells now, so I'm going to ring the bell for you. Um, I think I did get his son, Sanja or Sonia, I think. If I'm mistaken, Lord have mercy, I'll make it up next week. Um, I don't know if y'all getting a replay or something next week. I don't even know. This shit right here, brand new. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, all of you that are supporting. Thank you. Sean Garvey, thank you for, for getting the word out about that. Now. Okay. All right. Before I get into today's show, I want to talk to you guys uh, about how I've realized that eventually in this business, I'm going to (laughs) self-destruct. Because as built as I am for the rough ride, it's just my character, it's my integrity level, it's what I'm willing to do and not do. That really doesn't coincide with this shit right here. 
And I'm going to tell y'all, I suffered this in the music industry, too. For those of you that don't know, I'm a, I'm a little bit well-traveled. You know, everybody you never heard of before, it don't mean they ain't been round. I've been round. I am really bad at fitting into systems. I am. Now, as many as you, let me tell you why I'm a self-destruct. Young Sean, you sit there, play the dealer, watch what I'm going to do, and, and we're going to do... Family, listen, what I'm doing today is I want to take out some, I just want to see how the show sounds with a couple of less uh, uh, commercial breaks. I know what you think about sponsors and all that. Don't worry about all that. We got all that under control. Biggest sponsor we have right now for this particular show is Jeffers Moody Media. God damn it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Jeff Robinson and Sean Robinson on your bitch asses. That's the big, that's the big sponsor up in this piece. Long as we got that, we good. So we, we want to try some things. I want to try to. I'm going to try to flow a little bit. Opening monologue straight into to moody motivation, y'all. Then then we're going to try a commercial break, and then we're going to do gym news, but it's going to flow straight into. To, to dumb shit news Smack the fire all today We gonna see how it flows Sometimes you gotta Switch the flow And come back and, and, and do all that stuff But that leads me to my point I don't do things regular I just don't I don't I don't follow other people's script I'm a non-conformist It works for me In a lot of ways Of family But then a lot of ways It kicks me in the ass now, as many of you, 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 you know, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, I don't exactly do things the, the, the quote unquote proper way when I do this internet radio show, podcast, and even when I record music in the studio, I'm a little, I'm a little off and I may never, never get it quite right, but it's always perfect when I'm done. When I record, I'm in my zone. See, right now I'm standing up, bouncing around. Other people be, they sit down and there's nothing wrong with that. Why do I care, right? But I'm a different kind of animal. And, 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 as, far, and as far as this show go, I control my brand. And for as long as I control my brand, that's the zone I'm going to stay in. It's a truthful zone. It's a motivating zone. It infuriates you. When I'm in the zone, I can make you laugh. I can make you cry. Most importantly, I can make you think. But before I self-destruct, because I was told the way I do things is going to self-destruct me. I've been having quite a few meetings with various people of, of different means and, and, and influence regarding this show and the other skill sets I have. You see, folks, what you guys don't see, which you probably like. I probably don't see it with you. Right. For your profession. And you guys don't see it with me. You, you may not understand it because my social media presence is not big and the show don't get a billion listens. But the ears that listen to this show are the right show. And I get to talk to a lot of people, a lot of podcasters and people would die to sit and talk to and see what we can do together with business. 
I'm going to tell you something. I noticed that with the exception of less than a handful of them, most of these people, while seemingly, you know, fully engaged in the show, they like the show. They're telling me that my style of talk and my raw approach will cause me to eventually self-destruct. Now, let's 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 talk about that. Because before I self-destruct, I want you all to know how I feel about what I do. What does it mean to self-destruct in, in entertainment? Typically, you would think drugs, alcohol, you know, women or men or whoever, whatever you're into, poor financial plan and things like that can self-destruct you, right? We see people die from overdoses. We see people drink themselves to death, fuck themselves into diseases and death. And we see people that made hundreds of millions of dollars be broke. But in my case, uh, self-destruct appears to mean as me being an unknown guy with all the talent of the, the bigger guys. It appears to mean not telling people exactly what they want to hear whether I agree with you or not. See, a lot of the folks that I'm sitting down, and all of them are listening today, don't think they're not. It, it seems that to, to, to do better and to be more known, my promotion sucks. I'm, I'm going to be doing better promotion this year, y'all. I always feel like I'm just a, a promotion away, like doing promotionals and advertising and you know, and promoting my brand. I feel like I'm right away from C. I'm a competitor. I'm a competitor in every sense of the word. And I think I'm one of the best motherfuckers doing this shit. I do. And you, somebody, some people look at it like arrogance or whatever, whatever. You got to think how you think. I'm not mad at how you think. I'm telling you what other way you want me to think. Don't mean I take nothing from anybody else. I'm talking about how I feel about me when I mic up, when I sit down in front of this shit, when I talk to y'all. I'm talking about how I feel. I'm an uncensored adult only show. I could do it dirty. I could do it clean. I could fuck you up clean, fuck you up dirty. I got a tendency to say the things that typically you're not supposed to say if you want to get sponsors and if you want to keep an audience because they can get you canceled because you guys know that we're in the cancel culture and, and you can lose your listeners, your base and your sponsors and people will call you toxic and they will call you sellout. And in some instances, because I am kind of like a liberal conservative, believe it or not, some people will call you a coon or some shit. Just very few people will say that to my face because I have a tendency to 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 not be the most mature 51 year old in the room. Let me say it like that. And the truth of the matter is, as much as I hate to admit it, sometimes I'm not that far or putting hands on you. Y'all hear the bell? So before I self-destruct, I 
had a great meeting with some great folks. The only holdup is for this show to be so flawed in their eyes, they see the way that it can be improved and they can put me really in the vein of mainstream. I, I love that. Not terrestrial radio. We're talking satellite radio on my own website. Like, did we, are we having serious talks? But in my mind, they want too much. And this is okay because this is something that we all talked about. And I said, yeah, I'll talk about this on the show, this self-destructing. See, I don't go behind people back. I don't, I don't sneak. If you guys notice, I don't do a lot of gossip. I don't do a lot of shit like that. Now, I'm known to say the things that you're not really supposed to say out loud. But what if I told you that this show has always been based on honesty over financial gain? What if I told you all that I have no fear of falling off or 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 that what what's given my raw, unadulterated, un, uh, uh, unascent, my uncensored fucking opinion? I have no fear of what what kind of consequences that a cause. What if I told you all that? What if I told you that the way our podcast has gotten me farther than the people you know that have a gang of sponsors and quote unquote syndicated all over the place? That just means they shit play everywhere. I don't know if they're making bucks off it or not. I hope they all are. What, what if I told you I make more leeway than, than most of those people? I'm a fucking black sheep. I don't play well with others. Depending on the circumstance. I like who I like. I don't fuck with who I don't fuck with. Before I self-destruct. As we all know in today's society and really in society since the beginning of time, telling the truth will get you in way more trouble than, than, than telling a, a, a lie will. You remember a couple of weeks ago? That's why I told you y'all need to tell more lies if you want to if you want to move forward. So before I self-destruct, let me tell you some of the things that I agreed that I would be talking about with, with, with some of my potential suitors and I would tell them I want to see what the family thinks. See, I say things that you're not really supposed to say a lot of times. And I don't, I don't, I try not to dick ride. I try not to ride meats. I yell a lot. Sometimes I record and I don't have one beer for the whole show. Most of the time when I record, I have many beers during the show. <laughs> you know, if you use that radio, they tell you don't really drink nothing because it's going to make you run to the bathroom. Well, I could be on radio and not curse and do better than all of their hosts and still not run to the bathroom, even though I'm drinking a gang of beer. Why? Because I'm uniquely gifted for something so are all of you in something one thing or another i say the things you're not supposed to say they scare the sponsors away some of my most notable controversies and things that people don't like me about they when they ask me about transgenders or homosexuality oh boy here i go before i self-destruct let me say something You've never heard me say I hate a homosexual. You've never heard me say that I hate transgender. You've always heard me say that I support they right to think and feel however the fuck they want to feel. You've always heard me say that if I'm with them, 
If I'm in the same room as them and somebody bullies them or wishes to cause them harm because of their sexual orientation or because of their preference or whatever the fuck it is, I would get up and I would fight fist to face for them. That's what you've heard me say. So why have people been upset when I say something about it? Because people love to ignore everything you say except for what they don't want to hear. Oh, I'm a self-destruct before this segment, young Sean. Young Sean, it's a good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. You got some big things going on, young boy. Cause I'm a self-destruct. I'm a self-destruct, and then I'm gonna go do the rest of my show. So when I say, hey, listen, I don't I don't agree with homosexuality, but I don't really give a fuck. I don't think about it that much. I just know that they I don't I don't feel like men should sleep with men, but I don't if that's what makes them happy. Knock yourself out. Just don't be pushing shit on me. I'm good. And hey, when I'm with you, just make sure nobody's trying to harm you, because if I'm with you, I'm going to defend you because I don't believe I don't believe we should be here of uh, 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 fucking condemning people to fire and brimstone uh, just because they do something that that we don't like. Same thing with transgenders. See, I tell you that, hey, you can feel how you want to feel. If you feel like you're if you're a guy and you feel like a girl, God bless you. Whatever. If I was bird and I felt like I could flap my fucking wings and fly off a tree, I go on top of my roof right now and jump off. But because I'm not a bird, I'm going to flap my fucking arms. I'm going to hit the ground. And I'm going to die. But I never tell you not to do what you do. I just tell you regarding sports and other things that no matter how you fucking feel, it's unfair for you to play a sport with a bunch of uh, uh, biological girls because typically as a young man or man or whatever, you are stronger, you are faster. It is an unfair advantage. You should not be able to impede on their motherfucking competitions just because you feel a certain way. Now see, I'm not supposed to say that. Oh, I'm a self-destruct. Yeah, I am. But before I self-destruct, I'm also not supposed to beat on the table when I'm talking. You see, you can mean the best in the world and, and people are people are coming, they'll they'll try to tear you down. You can say I love the world. I love the world. I love humans. I love humans. I love the kids. I love the kids. I love the animals. I love and you can say I love everything and you can just go after all of that love. You can go, but you know, I do hate people that that don't do, and they go, "Hey monger, hey monger, hey monger, get him." See, I was told in order to go mainstream, either I'm going to be a shock jock and I'm, I'm or, or I'm going to, I'm not a shock jock. You guys think I'm a shock jock. Some of you that don't know me too well, I'm not a shock jock. I typically just say what the fuck I feel like talking about. Because it's my show. And I have a right to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. And you have a right to listen or not. So you can turn this shit off while I'm talking right now. I got to tell you. You won't hurt me a bit. You won't hurt me a bit. 
Sean Garvey, all, all, all salute and respects to my baby brother and also a man that I do business with and happily do business with. He chooses, he selects to play the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He doesn't like everything I say. He doesn't agree with everything I say. He respects my freedom of speech and he gives me the power to control my brand. At the point in time where my brand becomes a detriment to his company, at the point in time where he feels like someone else is better fitted to do what I do and do it in the time that I do it, he'll yank the show because this is his station. It's not mine. And guess what? I won't be mad at him after I self-destruct. In fact, what I would tell my baby brother is if you need me, call me because me and Sean Garvey go a little deeper than just this radio shit. I consider him like a brother of mine. Don't always agree. We always know that it is what it is with me. Oh, I say some shit like, yeah, no, 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 you you fat. Some of y'all fat. You, you look fat in the dress. Moody, you, you can't, you can't, you can't, um, we, we don't want to shame, we don't want to fat shame. I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not fat shaming anybody. Maybe I'm telling you what you know. And after I tell you what you know, maybe I tell you what you need to do. And maybe nobody pulling for you harder than I'm pulling for you over here. And maybe because we don't like hearing what the truth is and we don't like to be questioned and we don't like to be chastised and we don't like to be proven wrong. Maybe no matter what I say to you that's positive, the only thing you're going to find is the negative in me. And if that causes me to self-destruct, then so be it before I self-destruct and do this show today. I call a lot of people out by name. I don't like the open disrespect of black women or for that matter, any women uh, in general. I think that there's a time and place for everything. I know no young Sean, I'm a do, I'm a do. Let me tell you something, boy. You play that dealer over there. What happened to you? Okay. No, I'm going to talk my shit. Talk my shit today. I have some I have some conversations about my sisters because sometimes y'all be bugging the fuck out. Some of the conversations I have, I don't think I would say them in public because I'm trying to build and I'm calling out some truth, whether it be with my queen or whether it be with my brothers, whether it be with my baby brother, Casino, or cousin Ed, or this very small circle of people I talk to. My big brother, Mike, my big brother, Eric Parker, Butch Parker, you know, guys like that. Lee Watt, you know what I'm saying? You know, I talk to Miss Moody about stuff. That's the homie. She's a pain in the fucking ass. That's the homie. 
That's my nigga. I talk to her about that. But I stand up for mine when it all counts. I don't like sucking celebrity dick. Sorry, Sean Garvey. I don't like meat riding. I don't want my show to be about other people's life more than it's about your life. I want to talk about shit that concern me and you. News stories that concern me and you. Things that concern me and you. Motivation that concerns me and you. I want to talk about things that can make us laugh, that can entertain us. And yes, I do talk about celebrities sometimes. But my show can't be based off interviews and sucking on meat every fucking time I turn the mic on. I got enough gift and I got enough skill and I got enough ability to carry my fucking self and talk about other shit besides what everybody else is doing before I self-destruct. So, if I'm not going to make it because I'm being me, I ain't got no problem with it. Do you motherfuckers understand me? Do you understand me? I don't wait online for no autographs. I don't sit and get re- disrespected by people because they have a certain kind of celebrity status and they're going to shit on me and I'm going to laugh and joke it off just so I can come across as a so I can be on the air and I can be heard. By the way, y'all, I don't want no fame. I don't want none of that. I just want you to hear me. Because I know I got something to offer. That's bigger than the fuckery. Although my show does contain a very large amount of fuckery. (laughs) Because it does. No, I don't mind self-destructing. I'm going to tell y'all something though. I'm a motherfucking hard act to follow. As a man, as a husband, as a human being, as a friend, as a brother, as a writer, and as a motherfucking internet radio and podcast host. I'm a motherfucking hard act to follow, boy. I'm a hard act to proceed. And I'm going to stick to my guns. By the way, y'all. I got some clean shows, you know. They're just not the Jeff is Moody show. By the way, y'all, I got some music shows, you know. They just, you know, I got shows. I'm I'm a content creator. So I continue to talk about the things that are not popular sometimes. And I'll continue to talk about the things that make you guys turn shit off. And I'll continue to care about you more than you care about your motherfucking self sometimes. And I'll continue to remind you when you fucked up. And I'll continue to call you out. And I'll continue to call myself out. And I'll continue to want to see my people do better. By the way, one of the biggest things I get, I don't do black on black crime. Crime is crime. 
But back in the day, one of the biggest complaints about me, I was like, yo, y'all want, I know that I know y'all mad at the white folks and we gotta do that. But hey, is anybody gonna say what are we doing to ourselves? Oh, look at Moody. Oh, since when Moody get on that coon train? Chicka chicka cha, chicka chicka cha. When he get on that coon train. Oh, look at Mr. Moody talking about Mr. Moody talking about what we gonna do to each other. But what about black on black crime? What about Chicago? Motherfucker, I ain't say nothing about Chicago. I didn't say nothing about black on black crime. What I be talking about is how the fuck y'all niggas is gonna sit up there worrying about what somebody else is doing when we're brutalizing ourselves. When the person I gotta look over my back the most for look just like me. When we out here with cell phones and cameras videotaping our women brutalizing each other, beating each other to death. When we yelling world star, how the fuck you expect respect when you don't give respect and when you ain't got no self-respect. And when I bring that up, for those that don't like me, Look at Moody, what about black on black crime? You coon! I ain't the coon, you the coon! Here's the hypocrisy and the irony what's really funny about men. And by the way, y'all, see I'm not reading nothing off no paper. See, I'm a little bit different. I'm a little bit fucking different. Let me tell y'all something. Here's a motherfucking hypocritical irony here. See, you get your hair cut and you put on fly clothes and you put rims on your car and you do all this, right? Everybody put on their red bottoms. Everybody do their fashion. Everybody do this this way. Everybody do that way. Why do you do it? To be preferred over someone else. Why do you do it? To be picked ahead of the line. Why do you do it? To get attention. Why do you do it? To get respect. Why do you alter the way that you look and alter your shape and alter everything about you? You do it to get respect. Yet still, when we talk about how we need to respect each other as people, as human beings, as 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 foundational black Americans, as people of color, as whatever the fuck we'll describe that. When I tell you to take as much pride in loving your brother and sister as you do in your wardrobe, you say, look at Moody talking about black on black crime. Because you down to front to get ahead in life one way, but you're not down to, to, to get your people ahead the other way. And if that make me self-destruct, then I'll fucking self-destruct. I'm 32 minutes in this bitch. Name me another motherfucking show that this, this the opening, goddammit. Man, the show ain't even start yet. As my baby brother Casino would say, I'm potting right now, boy. If you leave me after today, because I self-destructed. If you feel any way different about me today because I self-destructed. Let me tell you, thanks for hanging around while you were here. I'm not going to change. I'm a pretty astute businessman. I know how to do what I need to do. Yeah, I could do a clean show, y'all. I could do a show, but I, I can't do a show meat riding all day. Just not a meat rider. Meat riding is not a form of transportation. You could take the bus or the car, a bike or a plane. You're not supposed to ride meats to everywhere you got to go. So if I am to self-destruct, then so be it. And I want to thank you all. Who are going to stick around. 
And I want to thank you all who are going to get the fuck out of here. Either way, I'm always be me. That's before I self-destruct. Here's what we have for you on today's The Jeff Is Moody Show. Fam, it's another week of brand new fire. Uh, I just gave you all the rundown. Uh, look, my monologue here, you know, I'm dead, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to self-destruct. No problem. We got gym news for you today. We got we got dumb shit smacked it fire all today. News for you today. Family, I'm going to be talking about the mask, the vaccine, and gas. We got that. Yeah, hold on for that. We got the FB post of the week. We got social media challenges for dumbasses. Of course, as you all know by now, I do not get into the meat of a show until I give you all that. What? That's right, fam. Moody motivation is on deck because we all need to know that we have the ability to be great. Today, I'm going to talk to you about deciding to lead. Deciding to be a leader. Family got the world's most trifling people award for you today, and we got the polar opposite of trifling from you to uh, for you today. Excuse me. Then from five o'clock or so till six p.m., we have the ATL traffic mix with DJ Naturell. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dogs. Uh, uh, what the fuck is this season? We're in full effect. <laughs> Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. This is Jeff's Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. And let us try this out right here. We'll be back, family. But really, we're not going anywhere. Especially now since I done ruined this. What did I just do? Oh, yeah, y'all. No, no, no. We're doing it on the fly. Young Sean, don't worry about it. Just play. Okay, here we go. All right, family. Uh, let's do a little bit of moody motivation. Did y'all see what I did just now? Nobody caught that? The regulars caught it. The new people are like, what is what the fuck is he doing? What is he talking about? All right. All right, it's time for a little bit of moody motivation, fam. And I want to talk to you guys today about deciding to lead. You know, uh, my opening monologue, it really is about me refusing to back down to, to what people say keeps you from progressing in a business. So you got to stick to your guns. The, most of our successful people, they've been rejected and, and all of that stuff, right? And... They've, they've stuck through it all and they've done it all and they did it all and they made it happen on their terms. Now, they have to make sacrifices and we do have to give and take. But you got to make a decision to be a leader in this world. You got to lead. Listen, good leaders know when it's actually a time to follow. I'm the leader of my household. I'm the man of my house. I'm the only one in my house with a penis. But there are times that I know that I need to follow my queen with certain things I need to follow her guidance I need to see what she thinks about things and we need to keep it moving from there because in order to lead you can't always be adamant about being in complete control you gotta know there's a time to listen and there's a time to shut up you have to take risks and you have to take chances uh, uh, in order to be 
a leader and you cannot be afraid to be punished. You cannot be afraid to fail. Sometimes you can't even be afraid to be harmed or, or lose your life over leadership. I want to tell you guys something really quickly. Um, I do a lot of walking. I know all the kids in the park because I love my young brothers and I'm always you know, uh, walking by, teasing them about how much they suck at basketball because they don't make them like they used to make us, right? I'm washed. I sound like an old head. I know. And uh, we, we, they've grown, they've grown to know Mr. Jeff. They love Mr. Jeff. Some of them even listen to the show, y'all. And I walked by one day, and two of them were arguing, and that's common on the basketball court. But one said, "Yo, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to my trunk and get my gun." And I said, "What?" I stepped on the court, and I was like, "You gonna do what?" I said, you got a gun, you a tough, you a gangster? You you out here in the burb, you out here in the suburbs, you live in the three, four hundred thousand dollar house. You a gangster? You got a gun in your trunk? You know what a gun, you know about shooting that gun, boy? And I made them talk. And I told them they could square up and they could duke it out like men. Or they could stop acting like little soft bunnies. And they could shake hands and play basketball and recognize trash talking come with the sport don't dish nothing out that you can't take so anyway a couple of days later and they squashed it too and they've been cool anyway a couple of days later i was walking in the park and it was an older dude and, and they, i was like yo what up they was like yo what's up mr j and i heard him he was like yo oh that's mr j he said hey brother hey excuse me man you, you know kind of cool dude cool dude for the most part and he he walked up and he says yo I don't want to say little man's name. He says, yo, I'm, his, I'm actually his father. I was like, oh, okay, no, that's, that's what's up. I said, yo, listen, I had to talk to Youngin the other day. He said, yeah, you know, he told me about that. That's what I wanted to respectfully holler at you about. And I was like, oh, what's up, man? Now I'm thinking he's going to go, thank you, brother. Because, you know, we look like we about the same age. I just look superiorly in shape to him. <laughs> no disrespect. Yo, little hey, don't take that personal, man. I'm in better shape than your daddy. I think your daddy younger than me. I'm in better shape than your daddy. But he was like, yo, with all due respect to you, you know, Mr. J, I just want you to do me a favor, man. Like, don't chastise my kid in front of people and don't, like, try to direct my child because that's my, it's my son. Do you have sons? I was like, well, I got adopted sons. I, I got a biological daughter. He was like... Well, if you got sons that you raised and whatever, you understand that he out in this world, you know, he was wrong for saying he got a gun. But if the other young man is going to stop him from getting to the trunk, they got to learn how to stop people from getting to the trunk. Now, I'm thinking that he's playing with me because he sounds so ignorant. But he was dead. He was he was dead serious. And so I was like, you sound crazy. And some of the kids are oblivious because they got two basketball courts in this particular part. So some of the kids are playing ball, but the kid, the, our kids that we know, they looking at us. I said, so your point is, if you teaching your son how to, how, to, how to be out here capping? Like you, you teaching your son how to be out here bogus? So what happens if your son says he got a gun and the other kid really has a gun and shoots your son? Yo, man, you know, that's, you know, like where, how I grew up in Detroit, man. I can tell. You, I say, yeah, I'm from New York, man. You know what I mean? I ain't just from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. You feel me? So what's the point of you being from Detroit? He was like, nah, I'm just saying, like, I don't like other men telling my son, like, he'll, he'll learn 
there's a time and a place to do everything and we don't need to be out here chastising these kids they just out here. i said man i gotta be i'm a, i said listen i'm gonna keep up with my walk and i pulled them to the side and we were talking low because i didn't want to cause a discrepancy and i all because the kids look up to me and i didn't want to have to wash his fucking father in front of the kids Because I'm a leader and my mindset don't work for silly shit. I pulled him to the side. I said, I don't mean any disrespect to you. And I won't say nothing to your son if that's fine. Unless he's not talking about having a gun and killing another young black man. Because every single time I walk by and I hear that, I'm going to interject. And I'm going to tell you something. With all due respect to you, daddy, you sound like a fool. And I don't mean that. I don't want no problem with you. I don't want no smoke. But probably the best thing to do, I get it. He says, nah, yo, brother, man, see, you taking it in like I, you know, I know you, I see you doing a little working out. And I'm like, yeah, I see you don't. <laughs> How the fuck you talking? Yeah, I just cursed on Moody Motivation. I did. How the fuck you you talking about you grew up back in the day and don't understand the importance of OGs talking to young men? How you don't how you don't understand community? And your son soft as hot butter. I don't know what you teaching him, but you might shorten his lifespan, daddy. He said, all right, well, I, I get that, man, but I just re- respect you seeing my view. I walked away. I said, peace, I walked away. I saw his son a couple of days later. He said, Mr. Jeff, I'm sorry about that. Like he, I don't know what he's trying to make me. I just want to go to school and see girls and play basketball. I said, yeah, but you know, I'm going to respect your father. When I hear you talking crazy, I'm going to always say something because I'm a leader. And he was like, nah, I thank you for that because that, that was dumb of me anyway. I'm not, I'm not even that kind of guy. You see, I'm willing to suffer the consequences for my leadership. You got to be willing to suffer the consequences for your leadership. No, other people's children are not yours, family. I understand that. But you got to be willing to suffer the consequences to lead because there's a penalty for leading. There's a penalty for love. There's a penalty for caring. And you got to be willing to do that. All right, fam. That was Moody Motivation. Be a leader. Don't be a follower. And family, uh, remember, when we leave this planet, all we got is the work that we left behind because none of the material matters. So lead. That was Moody Motivation. It's the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Listen, man, it's one of the hottest shows moving, in my opinion, because I do it from the heart, okay? We'll be right back with a little bit of gym news. My regulars are like, something's different here. The new people, whether y'all like it or not, I'm going to be here for y'all. We'll be right back. Jeffers Moody Show, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. 
latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app under Beat Break 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Naturell on Beat Break Radio FM.com, man. And listen, young Sean, chill out, chill, chillax. Trying something new here, you know? Uh, family trying to combine these segments into like every two into one or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So y'all just sit back. Same dopeness. We on fire. We on fire. We got it under control. Let's do some gym news. Cause this is either going to be uh, really good or really bad. I'm going to get like one of them awesome calls from Sean Garvey like, yo, dope, dope. It's going to be like, yo, move seriously, man. Like, for real? <laughs> Let's do some gym news. I mean, sure, family, you can get news anywhere. But when you want real news and commentary straight with no chaser, nobody does it quite like Jim. Jim stands for Jeff is Moody, if you didn't know. Let's get into some Jim news. Well, here's a Captain Obvious moment. Investigation concludes cops shouldn't have fired weapons at Brianna Taylor. Well, it's almost like I want to play like a laugh track, right, Young Sean? Because we should be laughing at this. Not because she got shot, but... It really is this what the investigation concluded after all the really they shouldn't have came and lit somebody's ass up for no apparent reason right way to go guys recently the professional standards unit at the Louisville Metro Police Department concluded that police officers involved in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor should not have fired their weapons in the first place they also included uh, Sergeant John Mattingly who is still employed after the shooting, after the murder. Because blue lives matter when you're going against black lives matter. It's really the only time blue lives matter to blue lives matter people. He's still employed. An internal investigation by the PSU noted that the officers should have used de-escalation tactics instead of firing back at Kenneth Walker who shot Mattingly in the leg during the tragic incident. The investigation noted that LMPD detective Miles Cosgrove and Jonathan Mattingly violated LMPD's policy for use of deadly force. They pointed out Cosgrove shooting without identifying a target, which resulted in the death of Brianna Taylor. As of now, only one officer has been charged as a result of the incident that took place that night. Wowzers. Wow, right? Yo, I'm telling you, the once again, family, the, the reason for not minding to self-destruct, because I just want to, 
you know, I know when it was time to vote, we all got fired up and we came out. And when there's a big media event, when a black person is getting brutalized, we ignore all the other brutality and we come out when it's a big media event because we're trained and we're programmed. And I get that. But man, if we just stood in unison, they just now figured this out. They just now figured they shouldn't have killed this woman. Amazing. Next story. Tom Mezzaru, uh, or Raw on representing Bill Cosby, he calls it one of the most unfair trials of his career. Uh, Tom Mezzaru Arau opened up about, sorry about that, Tom, opened up about Bill Cosby appealing the guilty verdict in his uh, 2018 trial. And Mezzarau called the case the most unfair of my career. Tom went on to speak about the issues involving the case, including the statute of limitations, which Tom believes should have stopped the case from ever being tried. He also spoke about the relationship between the judge and the DA who struck a deal with Cosby prior to the trial and the women who took the stand. Now, as you guys know, if you've been listening for a while, I don't I don't think Bill Cosby is wholly uh, guilty of all the things he was accused of. I think that the majority of those women's vo- women voluntarily took those pills. I think the majority um, of them were up there of their own will, and and they did what they wanted to do. I think it was a money grab for most of them. And we even had a woman. I can't think of her name right now, guys. Who is that that say, yeah, I kind of falsified stuff, and it, there was no repercussion for it. Bill Cosby was railroaded. Now, me not being the biggest conspiracy guy in the world, uh, folks, I don't know why. They say it's because he was trying to buy a television station or whatever the case is, but I personally think he was railroaded. I think that many of those women voluntarily took, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, but when you listen to a lot of the evidence and a lot of the testimony, I just didn't believe um, a lot of them, so... His attorney said it's one of the most... Now, he's an attorney and he's probably a scumbag and it's his his, his job to make you believe what he says. But I agree. I just think... I, th- I think Mr. Cosby was targeted. I think they sought him out. I think the fact they won't release him when they release people um, um, that are in, in better condition than him, I think that they have him targeted. That is my personal opinion. Obviously, the opinions of Jeff is Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break 87 FM, Sean Garvey, the architect, the sponsors, everybody, all that stuff. All right. Next story. I'm going to be talking about COVID and mass in the segment, y'all. But um, eight members of the Yankees organization have tested positive for COVID-19 after being vaccinated. Uh, relaxed restrictions and the spread of variants may have increased the risk of an outbreak. The Yankees provided an important lesson in um, epidemiology this week. If you've been fully vaccinated, it's still possible to get the coronavirus. As of Thursday, three of the team's coaches, four members of his support staff, and one player, shortstop Glebar Torres, have tested positive for COVID-19, though they got vaccinated several weeks ago. The Yankees players and coaches all received Johnson & Johnson single dose shot. I got to tell you, I, not excusing any vaccine or promoting one over the other, but this J&J shot just don't seem like the movement, y'all. For those of you that are thinking about it, I'm just saying, man. Manager Aaron Boone told ESPN uh, that they all had the J&J. 
In clinical trials, that shot was found to cut the risk of coronavirus infection by 66% globally and by 72% amongst U.S. trial participants. The trial also found that J&J's shot reduced the risk of severe disease by 85%. Now, I want to read another story in relation to COVID before I move into this vaccine and mask thing later on in the show. Family, um, one of the, the Golden State Warriors, uh, 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 Damian Lee, he's a player for the Golden State Warriors basketball team. He says he got uh, coronavirus after being fully vaccinated also. So this article goes on to say players in the NBA have been very vocal about the risk of COVID-19 while playing. While many players have been fully vaccinated, Damian Lee of the Golden State Warriors revealed that he got COVID-19 despite being fully vaccinated. The CDC noted that almost 6,000 people tested positive for the virus despite being vaccinated. The Warriors guard reportedly got the J&J vaccine. And I'm not here to vilify J&J, y'all. I'm just reading stories on March 22nd and hasn't played any minutes for the team since April 19th, according to reports. While speaking to reports before the Warriors and OKC uh, Thunder game, Lee said, I did test positive for COVID about two weeks ago. I did get the uh, vaccine in the middle, end of March. But essentially, this was just a rare breakthrough case. Now, now, fam, uh, as far as the symptoms, he said he had headache, chill, sneezing, congestion, soreness, you know, flu type symptoms. Family, there's only one problem I have with these two stories. Um, I'm sure you can get I don't think the CDC ever said you couldn't get sick after you got double vaccinated, which makes this all of a sudden. Hey, if you double vaccinated, take off the mask and mingle and live your life makes the shit super suspect to me. Yes, I am double vaccinated, by the way, folks. Here's my problem is there are behavioral patterns to getting COVID also. The less of a risk of protection, the less protection you take, the higher your chances of getting it. And what I find funny about the New York Yankees story and the Golden State Warriors story they are not explaining anything of where were these guys, what circumstances or what environments were they around? I think that responsible reporting, which would be more responsible than me, I would think that that would let us know. Was he around a bunch of non-vaccinated people? Was he at a club? Like, I don't know the rules and regulations for sports and players during this thing. I know the NBA was in a bubble for a while. What? What? Do, where does he think he was that he caught COVID still even being vaccinated. I find it suspicious that they left that out. He could have been anywhere, could have been around anybody who wasn't vaccinated. And they never said getting double vaccinated will prevent you from getting COVID. It just raises your protection rate. So that I don't I don't like that because I would like to know where does the actual person think that they were when that happened okay so now that was jim news we are going to be talking about masks and gas and vaccines later on in a little bit y'all but i just want y'all to think about that for all of you people that are still afraid to take the shot i got you i understand it we're going to talk about that but but don't nobody finds that weird except for me that they're not mentioning how these guys think they caught it you know if i caught covid in just a regular like i was just doing every social distancing still and doing everything I'm supposed to do, that would cause cause for alarm. 
But if I was at a club, party, hardy, hardying, yakety, yakking up with a chick, I don't know her background and sleeping with her in face to face, maybe I would be double, double vaccinated. And, and so, no, it's not our business, but I would have liked to see some deeper reporting. And if I was a serious reporter that was getting paid for reporting, I would be the guy to deep delve into that. So that was Jim News. Ladies, gentlemen, uh, you listen to the Jefferson Moody Show. This is Jim News. It's, it's switching things up just a little bit today. Just trying to combine segments just to see how it pleases my ear. So without a big, big, big commercial break, we will be right back with dumb shit news smack the fire all today. Right here on the Jeff is Moody Show, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. You are listening listening to Reach One Network. It's Everything Everything Podcast, Podcast. a subsidiary of BeatBreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. You're listening to... Family, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show. It's time for a little bit of dumb shit news. Smack the fire all today. You know what? We're gonna do the we're gonna do the scam edition today, uh, young Sean. Let's do the scammers edition. Now you can't have serious news without dumbass news because every day we all come across a story that makes you want to just smack the fire out of somebody, right? A few quick rules, y'all. Dumb shit smack the fire news rules. If it's a guy, we smack the fire all tahi. If it's a female, we smack the fire all tashi. If it's a group, we smack the fire all today. And uh, if it's an inanimate object, animals or unknown life forms, we smack the fire all it. The Jeffers Moody Show presented to you by Jeffers Moody Media is an equal opportunity fire smacker. You have been warned. First story, scammers edition. Scam Artist Edition. Students for Trump co-founder gets 13 months in prison uh, for posing as a lawyer. According to reports, a co-founder of the organization Students for Trump was recently sentenced to 13 months in prison for posing as a lawyer. John Lambert, 25 years old, would make Trump very proud to be scamming people at only 25 years old, was sentenced on Tuesday after pleading guilty to wire fraud back in 2019. In addition to his prison term, Judge Valerie Caproni also ordered Lambert to forfeit over $46,000 and pay more than $21,000 in restitution to his victim. Prosecutors say Lambert posed online as a prominent New York City attorney between August 2016 and to April 2018, claiming to have hundreds of clients in the tech and business sectors. During that time, under the alias of Eric Pope, Lambert swindled six people and corporations into paying for supposed legal services. This piece of trash says, my life will forever be marked by this poor choice, Lambert said during sentencing. He added that he's spending countless hours in prayer to rid myself of the demons. (laughs) Man, shut the fuck up. Smack the fire all day. Shut up. Rid yourself of demons. The only demons you got is is the penis 
that 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 orange Hitler stuck in you. Fuck boy, scam artist, criminal, crook. Smack the fire altar here. Next story. Florida man sentenced to six years for using COVID relief money on a Lamborghini. Miami man David Tyler Hines, 29 years old, was sentenced to six years in prison for fraudulently. So this guy, so one guy, oh, well, he did four million. Okay. Uh, David Taylor Hines was sentenced to six years in prison for fraudulently obtaining nearly four million in COVID-19 relief funds. He was sentenced Wednesday uh, after pleading guilty back in February to one count of wire fraud related to the scheme. Hines spent the money, which was meant for small businesses suffering amid the pandemic, on personal expenses, including a 2020 Lamborghini Huracan, a cane, a con. Have y'all seen that car? I'm not a Lamborghini guy, but that was nice. That's a nice car for $318,000. Money was also spent on dating sites because he probably couldn't get no uh, vagina in his real life without a dating site. Jewelry and stays at local resorts. He also reportedly transferred $60,000 to his mama. He's a piece of shit, but at least he looks out for his mama with stolen money. Authorities ultimately seized $3.4 million in the Lamborghini from Hines following an investigation. Smack the fire all to he is the is the, is the gym is the dumb news. Smack the fire all today. Uh scam hustler con artist edition. I like this one especially. Smack the fire all to he. Female rap duo busted by the IRS over $5.5 million fraud scheme. Y'all are gonna love this. A female rap duo from Detroit was busted by the IRS over a $5.5 million fraud screen. Samira Cream Morell and Noelle Nikki Brown, uh, who perform as Deuces Wild, are accused of using loopholes in businesses to claim millions worth of withholdings and refunds. Between 2013 and 2018, the duo allegedly filed 122 returns and opened at least 29 bank accounts to claim more than $13.6 million worth of withholdings and refunds. By the time the IRS recognized the fraud, the government entity had already paid the women $5,539,049. According to investigators, Morell and Brown filed electronically and by mail from Michigan and Georgia. The duo, who haven't released music since 2012, allegedly made up companies and stole people's identities to file multiple stories. Now, let me tell you something. I'm not going to play any of their music. You guys can go find it on your own. But after listening to their music, (laughs) they had to do something. No, 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 Moody, you're fucked up. Moody, where's your music at? Moody, where's your record at? At least they had, they were doing music, right? I know you're right when you say that. From my personal opinion, ladies and gentlemen, listening to their music, I understand why they had to scam. Because if they was going to lead that shit up to selling records, boy, they would have, oh, Lord. Ooh-wee. I'll give you their name if y'all want to go look them up, though. Um, uh, they perform under the name as Deuces Wild. Y'all go look up Deuces Wild Music. I guess I am giving them some shine, right? Okay. Now, 
We're going to close the scam artist uh, dumb shit news. Smack the fire all today. 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 She and she. Yeah, y'all had to scam. Like even even with mumble rap dominating music right now, you know there's a lot of great music out there. Y'all shit, y'all had to scam. I I understand. I don't condone it, but I do understand. Now in a different kind of uh, a scam, Bow Wow and Romeo Miller exchange words ahead of possible versus battle. Yeah, they're gonna have little Bow Wow versus Romeo in a versus battle. How many of you guys watching that one? We should do is there are there any podcasters that want to versus me have y'all ever thought about that i got 1500 episodes on my old uh platform and i got uh 116 on beat break ready anybody want to do a, a podcast a podcast versus i said it it's recorded that i said it if i find out somebody stole it we on your ass Fans have tried to pit uh, Shad Bow Wow Moss. What a disappointing clown this guy's turned out to be. And Romeo Miller, who's who I think is a little bit more of an upstanding young guy, against each other for years, with the two constantly facing comparisons since their rises to prominence in hip-hop. It was noted that the two had issues with one another in the past, but nothing that warranted negativity in the present. It seems the two are back on each other's radar after Romeo responded to a question about Moss. While on Fox's Souls, The Mix, Romeo was asked about facing off in a battle against Bow Wow. Romeo said, if Bow Wow do a goddamn battle, it's not with me, don't do it. If Bow Wow do a battle, I'm open for it. Bow Wow took the Twitter, yes, I can't believe I'm talking about this shit, but I am, fam. I am. I can't believe it. You remember what I was telling y'all? self-destructing. I sound like a fucking idiot reporting on this shit, but I'm going to do it. Because <laughs> I'm doing the Scam Artist Edition. Bow Wow took to his Twitter and said, you sure you want you want this smoke? I see you calling me out. You sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> and an indirect message aimed at Romeo. Now Romeo is going to Instagram to address Bow Wow saying, regarding this versus talk, I gave this man Bow his roses since we were kids and even reached, okay fam, I can't do this no more. So I don't know, I don't know if these two are going to do a versus or not. say something I know this is so fucked up and it kind of it almost contradicts what I was talking about early about self-destructive but I just gotta say both of these guys they're not kids anymore they're grown men I happen to I like Romeo as a as a, a person and so like they were kiddie artists and I'm older than them so I just took them for what they were seems like Romeo stayed more in that that straight and I don't want to say straight and narrow but just a mature successful path big up to Bow Wow but Bow Wow seems to he's in this entertainment industry I think self-destructing is when you just gotta play yourself on a constant just to stay relevant that's a shame when we used to we grew up listening to music you know, if we compare Rakim and Big Daddy Kane, there was no social media back then, but they didn't have to get on and talk greasy. They just let their music speak. And I just think it's funny, every facet of entertainment now, people don't even focus on their talents no more. It's drama. I just got to say, I want to challenge 
Bow Wow and Romeo to a versus. I know y'all don't know me, but I do actually have some pretty good music. I think I could burn them in the in the verses. I think I got better music than Bow Wow and Romeo. <laughs> no, but I do though. I think I do. Yo, any podcasters that want to challenge me in the verses, let me know. Uh, don't try to steal my shit. You could be the first one to race to do it because you have the rights to do that. But we got this recording market marked today. I bring up the concept. If you stole it, we could just do segment for segment. I'll fuck y'all podcasters up, boy. 1500 on one end, 116 on the other. Anybody? Y'all holler at me. Uh, 678-386-5331 if y'all want to do a... We should do a we should do a podcast versus. You know somebody's gonna do this shit now, right? We know who they got it from. I'm not in a rush to do it. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> Smack the fire all today. <laughs> D- double smack the fire out of uh 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 Bow Wow. Double smack the fire out of Bow Wow for whatever reason. We'll be back with something, man. It's the Jeff Is Moody Show. What do we got coming up? Hold on, y'all. Let me tell y'all real quick. Y'all not understanding what we're trying to do here, but y'all will. Trust me, y'all will. Y'all definitely will. We are coming back with, uh, I think it's either the mass. I think we're coming back with the mass and gas thing, all right? It's the Jeff Is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. We will be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM and Reach One Network on the go. Download the Podcast FM app to your smartphone or any mobile device. Get it on Amazon, Google Play, or the App Store. And start streaming dozens of podcasts from anywhere at any time. From music to news, sports, talk programming, and so much more. Podcast FM has it all. Download the Podcast FM app now. ReachOneNetwork.com is now ReachOneNetworkTV. Watch the latest videos from some of your favorite on-air personalities and special guests airing on BeatBreak 87 FM. Log online to ReachOneNetwork.TV 24-7. Watch, listen, and watch again. That's ReachOneNetwork.TV. Welcome back, family, to the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Of course, please remember, when you go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com, please look on your upper right-hand side and download and listen to the show on that Podcast FM app. Uh, You can also find shows on, gosh, Spotify. You can find the archives and the uh, on-demands and we're on Anchor FM, and I mean, you guys know the deal. We're all over the place, all right? So, let uh, family, I want to talk to you guys really quickly about the mask, the vaccine, and the gas. You know, with this being pretty much an experimental show, at least for us, uh, it 
I, I just want to have some free conversation with you all. You know, what's really funny, man, is the you guys heard me read this story on Jim News and it was about the New York Yankees and it was about a player from the Golden State Warriors. And that particular player, he said that he got covid um, uh, even though he was double vaccinated. And the Yankees guys are saying they got COVID and they were double vaccinated and they, you know, they're linking J&J to that because both of them were on J&J, whatever the case may be. My question for you is that I just, the CDC comes out last week towards the end of the week and they suddenly announced that, hey, guys, you know, you, you, uh, if you're double vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask outside. You can go and doubt it. They, they make it like everything is regular. And I know that there's been a tug of war between, you know, people that believe in a vaccine and people that don't. And I got to tell you, like I've always told you guys, for the people that don't believe, not the anti that anti-vaxxers are anti, the extremist anti-vaxxers are disgusting piece of shit trash people they're pieces of garbage but the people that don't believe in a vaccine hold on Sean let me fix this real quick yeah I called y'all garbage I think that I think y'all are pieces of garbage oh hold on one second let me let me do this real quick now this portion y'all used to right here all right Sean I got it we good yeah I think y'all trash but the people that simply don't believe in taking a vaccine and they're not trying to convince the world they don't have to do it just for their personal preferences. And especially with this covid shot in a in a United States government that was ran by Donald Trump for four years. I don't knock anybody for not believing in anything. I'm a little more hard on you with the mask and stuff, but like the, you don't take the vaccine. I'm not looking at you crazy for that. I took it. I got to tell you, I did as much research as I could do, and I was very skeptical, but I did it. it. It seemed like it made sense to me, and I did it. You know, I hope my family and I, my family's fully vaccinated. I, I hope we don't suffer any kind of ill consequences later, but we did do it. But I'm not knocking you if you don't do it, but I do have to ask you guys one thing. For those of you that said that I've been telling you guys for years, that all of the media works in this together. Now, Fox is especially evil, but that's their role and that's their purpose. They're meant to promote white supremacy. CNN is meant to give you the illusion that they're fighting against white supremacy, as is MSNBC. Now, not saying that they're not truths in, in some of these companies, but look at Fox, man, and you want, they got sponsors and everything. And that's how you know everything in this country, in, in, in America, is coordinated. Because all of a sudden, the CDC hops on and say, hey, you're good without your mask. The people that don't have a mask, they can't do nothing to you. And they, they're putting themselves in danger. Basically, you know what these guys have decided, in my opinion, and I could be super wrong, and I don't mind getting corrected about it. They've decided that they're going to let us all, we're going to do herd immunity this way. You're going to be double vaccinated. If you get sick and die, you get sick and die. If you make it through, you make it through. If the vaccine proves the whole true, it does. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But they've thrown their hands up in the air, in my opinion. 
because it was just too to see those anchors on on cnn and msnbc all of a sudden guys they're like I, it's almost like i want to cry like we'll be able to look at each other faces again just because of one announcement by the cdc i gotta tell y'all it seemed fake to me it seemed bogus to me and this is why while we know covid is real i know people who have lost their lives to covid while we know that that's real i smell bullshit in all these people the news anchors on there tearing up this is a monumental moment and i know they're doing it off of scientific studies and all that but that quick that much of a turnaround people were jumping on dr fauci and and even the president for wearing masks it was like joe biden if you're vaccinated double vaccinated why are you wearing masks besides the fact you're 80 plus years old but besides the fact you're the leader of the free world besides the fact you're going to continue to take extra precaution until there's a final uh decision and there's a final outcome of what this is all going to be isn't it funny and suspicious to you all that everybody that bombed on joe they got on joe biden for wearing a mask Harder than they got on Trump for not wearing a mask while the while the virus was going on strong. Trump is double vaccinated. He snuck off and got double vaccinated while he told his cult to fuck all that shit. His cults are a bunch of fucking idiots. So of course they do what he said. He's protected. Let me run this by y'all again. They bombed on joe biden for wearing a mask harder than they bombed on on trump for not wearing one during the height of the virus he's a super spreader he spread COVID throughout his events something is wrong with this so i'm not knocking anybody that doesn't get the vaccine I'm not telling you not to get it, but I understand because it's, I, I, did, I don't trust these motherfuckers as far as I can throw them, but something was so bogus about what happened last week. Just like that. Hey, take off the mask. You good around the people that are sick. They're going to, hey, they're going to fuck themselves up. No, they're going to fuck you up if you're in a direct proximity and you're around them from extended amount of times and depending on what you're doing, y'all back fucking again. A lot of my club, by the way, Yo, shout out to the families of the three club hoppers that I knew that never stopped clubbing and they all passed away. Shout out to them. Shout out to some of you I could call by name, but I don't want to do that to you because I love you. Shout out to all you that kept doing everything you did and you spread COVID. I know people that got COVID and didn't stop. Yeah, I smell bullshit on this. Now about this thing with putting magnets in us through the virus, you motherfuckers are dumb as fuck. I don't put nothing past the government, of course, but let me tell you something. You think the government needed COVID? Government kill you with the water. Government kill you with your prescription. Half of y'all on something. Half of y'all take pills for something. More than half of us. I think the virus is real, but I think that the I think I smell bullshit. I do. And with this, and, 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 and with the mask, what have we done now? If all of a sudden at the turn of a dime with the pressure from 
all of these political parties and the pressure from all this are like, yo, Biden, you got to take your mask. This motherfucker takes the mask off. Joe, you 82. Nigga, you gonna be a fucking 900 years old in a couple of years. <laughs> too much kowtowing. Too much bowing down the pressure. CDC should be like, fuck y'all. We figuring this shit out. We think we got something. It, this just was too sudden for me. Now about the mask, what have we done by telling people that are double vaccinated to just go all about willy nilly? Government, can you just say that you're, you, you've you just thrown your hands in the air? and you See, Trump didn't give a fuck because he didn't care if everybody died around him. This particular administration, I think they do care, but I think they say, yo, we do got to do, we got to let these motherfuckers get sick, die, get better. We're their human guinea pigs right now. But to me, for the irresponsible people that never gave a fuck about anybody around them, for the irresponsible people that never cared about America, they don't give a fuck about Blue Lives Matter. They don't give a fuck about themselves. They don't give a fuck about their families. They love Trump because he's hate. They love hate. It doesn't have anything to do with anything else. Now you've just let... I was just in Brunswick, Georgia a couple of weeks ago, y'all. Let me tell y'all. It's one of the most irresponsible places I've been in my life. And I've been there before. They don't give a fuck. They walk around in stores coughing. Yo, I seen the chicken Walmart vaping. I ain't never seen nobody at Walmart vaping. It is a fucking shit place. It's a good place with some really good people, of course, but they 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 rank as shit because of the people that just don't give a fuck. Did we get played by taking this vaccine? I'm going to say no, because I think the vaccine works, but I'm going to say we now we're getting played in a different kind of herd mentality. Now you're all of a sudden telling me that even though I'm double vaccinated, I could be around somebody that's not vaccinated. Anybody that's not double vaccinated want to give me a tongue kiss? My wife is not going to like it. Mrs. Moody not going to appreciate it. But I just want to test out science for you ladies, of course. Ms. Moody double vaccinated. I tongue kiss her. I'm good. Yeah, I smell bullshit. I smell bullshit and I understand why you wouldn't fuck with the virus and as far as the mask listen it seems like to me now we've just gave the people that never gave a fuck before now we've given them every reason in the world to further not wear masks and not social distance and know they got covid and not do don't you understand that a trump supporter is a satanist don't you understand that they're anti-american anti-people anti-community don't you understand that now that they've been told that when you got this double vaccine, you're safe against them? Don't you know these people walk around knowingly with COVID every day? Don't you know now they're never, they don't give a fuck now? This seems like we just got set up. Until I get further proof of anything otherwise than that, that's what I'm going to say. The government continues to be what it continues to be. Demonic. I don't understand how this turned around that quick. Just to let y'all know, I'm going to continue doing what the fuck I do. Double vaccinated, still going to wear my mask. Still going to pick and choose who I'm around and, and still going to social distance. With the vaccine and the mask out of the way, let's talk about how sheepish we really are. Because the idiots that 
were doubt were doubting science and they were telling us we're sheep for wearing a mask. You're not a sheep when you take your prescription meds for your ED, you limp dick niggas. You're not you're not a sheep when you take the the, the medicine that helps you with your menstrual cramp, ladies. You're not you're not a sheep when you're taking your blood pressure medicine or cholesterol medicine or anxiety medicine or whatever antibiotic medicine you're taking after a surgery or whatever. You're not a sheep then. You're not a sheep for covering your face for when people when it's flu season. But for some reason with this virus, we were all sheep for taking the vaccine. And I thought to me. The biggest sheep were the ones saying that you were a sheep. It's like LeBron haters. They call people LeBron sexual. People that respect LeBron James, they call them LeBron sexuals, but they got him on their mind more than anybody else. They're meat riding LeBron more than anybody else. That brings us to gas. Look at where we're at. And how are you all proud of this shit? The gas lines got hacked. And Americans went crazy again, just like they did for toilet tissue. In totality, as a country, we are weak, we are fearful, we are pussy, we are dick riding, meat riders. Sorry, Sean Garvey. And we point fingers at everybody except for our own weakness, our lack, our lack of research. We don't want to do no research. We don't want to study anything. We don't want to be, we're not brave. We're cowardly. I saw so many images of people putting gas in Ziplocs, soda cans. And now the gas is pretty much coming close to being back to normal. Y'all don't have the fucking, y'all don't have what it takes to, if you don't, you, if you, there's a lot of people out there that had to use gas, y'all. They needed it. They needed it for their survival. I'm with them. I understand that. But a lot of you, you know damn well you didn't need to be hoarding. You know you didn't. And you did it anyway because you're weak. And you're selfish and you're disgusting. So when people say they don't respect us, man, y'all stop acting like y'all can stop acting like we gonna do something. We ain't gonna do nothing. We pussy as hell. Look at all your gun nuts. Look at all your Trump supporting gun nuts. Those ain't brave men. Those ain't brave women. Them motherfuckers cowardly as hell because everything they do got a gun attached to it. Think about that. Y'all motherfuckers was putting gasoline in shampoo containers for a couple of days of a shortage of gas. Those of you that didn't need it was doing that. You ain't no patriot. You ain't brave. You're a motherfucking coward. Just my take on it. You're listening to Jeff Ismond. You, you, you are listening. You are listening to Reach One Network. It's Everything, Everything Podcast. Podcast. A subsidiary of Beat Break 87 at and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. All right, family. Uh, yeah, I think it's time for FB Post of the Week. Yeah, they told y'all with the mask, that made all the sense in the world to me because it's made sense well before COVID. With the vaccine, now I'm starting to think we got hustled. We'll see. And with the gas, y'all motherfuckers are just weak. Y'all motherfuckers are weaklings. 
I, I'm not talking to those that need. There's some people that needed that gab. Yo, there's some people that needed that. There's a lot of you that didn't. He's so fucking cowardly and selfish. There's a lot of you that filled up your tank to full and then you put some gas and some other shit and you left the person behind you stranded. And as that week went by, you weren't even going to burn the full tank of gas you just put in your car. You disgusting piece of shit, piece of trash, fucking coward. That's what you are. Epi post of the week. This is coming from Young Black and Mary. They entertain me so much. I just love reading stuff off their thing. If you ever go on Facebook, please do read. And if you want to, I guess, I don't know if you can join Young Black and Married or are they just a group? I think you can join them. Young Black and Married on FB. Here's the situation. I've been with my girlfriend for a while now. We met through mutual friends of ours. We kicked it off from the start. We text throughout the day and FaceTime every night. Our goals and what we want in life align with one another. We make each other meals and just spend time together. When we first met, we talked for five hours straight. Ooh, I remember days like that, mate. And didn't even know it was that long. Everybody was going great. One night she told me that she don't feel loved or wanted and I don't initiate sex as much as she'd like. First time she brought it up, I listened and made changes. You know what, family? Didn't I read this shit? I think I read this. Hey, hey, snafu. I'm not going back. Young Sean, we're not editing that out. This is the guy I was like, what more can you do, right? Didn't I read this? Let me go to another one. Fuck it, that'd be close to the week. <laughs> if you're new here, this is how this goes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. No, 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 no. This ain't because we're trying something new. This is just because I recognize it seems like I read this before. Maybe I didn't, so I'm moving on. Fuck out of here. It's the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Natural. Please advise, I am a lady age 29 and I have been married for five years with a son. <laughs> She's married to a guy and they have a son, y'all. Like, this is the most hilarious group in the world. My problem is that since my husband got married to me, he has never cheated on me and I feel like he is not a real man. This is a real post, y'all. I am not saying that he should cheat on me. But yes, you are. But even a rumor that he has a girlfriend somewhere would have been better. Why is he not like other men? Please advise me because I am planning to leave him. Listen, I don't really call a lot of queens out of their name a lot of time. But listen here, you stupid biatch. You're a troll. And we know a troll post when we see it. See, you have a problem with men. What you're actually saying is you're mad because your husband doesn't have rumor of affair or infidelity and you met maybe maybe your husband just doesn't cheat on you you fucking troll you're trolling but i had to read that for the people because i'm gonna tell y'all bitter men and women ruin the world they literally ruin the world this is a person so bitter that her really what her bottom line was is that I just hate men because I can't I can't get one and I can't keep one. All men are trash, and if I have a man that won't cheat on me, um, I I something has to be wrong with him. That's how much she hates men. That's how miserable she is. That was the FB post of the week because I just want y'all to chew on that. This motherfucker is mad that her husband has not cheated on her. But you know what? I bet you she not married. I bet you she ain't got no man. She just wanted to let us know, y'all, that all men are dogs and all men cheat. You fucking clown. 
listening. You are listening to Reach One Network. It's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beatbreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. All right, family. I want to talk to you guys real quick, just quickly about some social media challenges for dumb asses. I know you guys are aware there's social media challenges and they, you know, people love social media. Everybody want to be quick, famous. Everybody want a little bit of attention. One thing I love about social media is there's so many great people that do so many great and funny and entertaining challenges. Now, what I think is not entertainment, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It's just my personal opinion on things. Um, I may I may think something is entertaining and helpful that you guys don't. So we all have a right to our opinion. But I want to give you all some of the social media challenges for dumbasses that I think when you do it, it makes you a fucking idiot. And I think when you get yourself in a situation, people should just leave you there to be stuck or pass out or fucking perish or do whatever the fuck you do. The opinions of Jeffers Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break 87, uh, FM, Sean Garvey, everybody's sponsors, the people that bring the food, the people that do all that stuff. None of the hosts, none of the nobody. So there have been some extremely dangerous internet challenges, this article goes on to say, around the internet that people are actually attempting in hopes to go viral. Most of these challenges have resulted in permanent damage and in some cases, death. Yes, people, people see people doing stupid shit and they know it can kill them and they do it too because they want likes. They want likes. TikTokers have come up with some brilliant new trends in social distancing. Oh, uh, since social distancing began, I'm sorry. But one of the latest fads is actually extremely dangerous. You may remember the cinnamon challenge. Y'all remember that? It's a viral trend that that dared people to eat an entire spoonful of cinnamon in one bite while being recorded. The experience was unpleasant, but also harmful. The fine powder is easily inhaled into the lungs where it can cause damage and it can kill you. Of course, people kept doing that because people are fucking idiots and they want attention. They also had something called the nut. Uh, mag challenge for idiots but nutmeg inhaled in large doses can get you seriously high nutmeg contains chemical comp the chemical compound myristicin which has a, ha- a hallucinogenic effect when consumed in large quantities according to a study published by the american association of poison control just two teaspoons of the spice is enough to cause symptoms of toxicity toxic City, toxic city, toxic city. Uncle JC, shut up. Mrs. Moody, shut up. <laughs> toxic city, toxic city, toxic city. One person took the, the nutmeg in a raw form and claimed to have seen dancing spiders and elves in her room, while another felt like she was dying. Uh, the, in the note spoke this from In the Note, uh, guys, an online publication. To several health and nutrition experts who all cautioned against uh, the challenge, but confirmed that nutmeg is safe to consume in smaller quantities. All right. Now, here's another challenge for idiots. Firefighters issue warning after rescuing over 100 people who attempted the TikTok trend. Please think twice. That's what they're telling. Let me tell you what the trend is. 
Over in London, the fire brigade warned against a social media craze that's been popping up on the app here since 2019 and has gotten repopularized recently. And what people are doing, grown people, what they're doing, family, they're forcing themselves into the toddler swings on the playground and getting stuck on purpose. Y'all know the little swings, the, the little harness swings. They You put the baby legs in each hole and it, it rises up high to protect their back and you rock them slowly and you, you don't launch them up in the air. Well, adults have been putting themselves in that position so they can get likes on social media. They go on to say, please think twice so you don't divert our crews from more serious incidents. The brigade wrote in a tweet warning about the trend. Hey, hey, people, you know, in case you didn't know, the, the fire, they, they do a lot of stuff. They they put out fires first and foremost. Right. But they also are like 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 first advanced EMS. They save people lives. Just like good cops do when you call 911. Not like the bad cops that come out and shoot people and put their knees on their neck. Talking about good cops. They're kind of busy. They're too busy to get your stupid fucking ass out of a child, a toddler swing, where you could cut off all the circulation to your legs and get stuck. And and I would like to see you just be stranded out there, but they got to come save you because that's their job. They go on to say, what a waste of emergency services time and the damage to the park equipment, too. That's what you fucking thirsty, fucking fame, temporary fame. You damage the equipment. You're damaging it for the little babies and everybody else. And that's tax dollars that pays for that. But you want to be famous. So you're an adult and you force. I've seen one of these. The person almost killed themselves just trying to get in the thing. This is for laughs and clout. The London Fire Brigade was reportedly called to assist a teenage girl who was trapped in a swing on May 1st. The crew had to dismantle the swing and then they expanded it with pressure to free her. Fortunately, she was not injured. I wouldn't have cared if she was, to be honest with you. And I added that. And the swing made a full recovery. There were 12 similar incidents in April. Yes, adults with brain like these are people that we're assuming they may have driver's licenses yo yo they may be procreating this fucking hunger to be something on social media give y'all another they got the choking challenge that involves you or someone else choking you until you pass out camera for social media I'm a fighter I, I know how to really choke you if any of you want to get choked out if we can sign a waiver that I won't get any trouble for choking you out can I come choke you out I won't revive you I'm not sure if you need to be revived maybe you being choked out is, should be natural selection they have the erasure challenges when people take rubber erases that you would erase lead off paper with right um, such as the ones on back of pencils and they rub themselves vigorously on their skin but in a lot of cases this scars and tears their skin but they're doing it for social media and then the biggest one that I found for most idiots to do you gotta be dumbest out of all of these that are dumb 
maybe besides snorting the cinnamon, whatever, this is an incredible one right here. Have you guys ever heard of something that started in 2013 called the Condom Snorting Challenge? Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. You snort a condom through your nose and you pull it through your mouth. And I got to tell y'all, my opinions may not represent this station, but I got to tell y'all, when, when I see people like you doing shit like this, I would just walk over you and just let you suffer your consequences. And maybe that's why I'll self-destruct. I don't find entertainment, humor, or anything and you killing yourself and putting other people at risk and damaging property just so people can say they like you. We'll be right back with the Jeff is Moody show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. World's most trifling people coming up next. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. Mm-hmm. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the f- up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturel. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio lives. On Reach One Communication Station. Family, family, thank you guys so much for tolerating us on this particular flight. Thank you guys so much for tolerating what I was doing because it's something I wanted to try. You know, we're, we're about to land this flight and um, I wanted to combine my segments kind of like if, if I talk straight through with no interruption, but I did want some kind of breathing room a little bit. So... It's one of those things you're doing when you're really trying to just refine and perfect a a product. Sometimes you step outside and and you do things. Now, you guys know. You guys know we do family. We do love. Let me know how you like this. I think I could have did it better, to be honest with y'all. But there's another side of me. I think this was dope. So, I think it was dope to kind of go from... um, uh, uh, gym news to smack the fire all today without really having the, the whole commercial break. I think that bridge was really dope for me. So we'll play around with it. We'll see what it is. One thing I can always guarantee you guys that we are never going to change up our th- this dedication to quality and sound quality and content and, you know, passion and fever and the things that we are known for giving you guys. So that's never going to change. But thank you guys for tolerating us. We could have did it behind the scenes. We could have did a bunch of stuff and edited it, you know, but we don't do that, though. We just don't. You live how we live. You see what we do. We not here for the bullshit. Ladies and gentlemen, let's do uh, the world's most trifling and let's do the polar opposite of trifling and let's land this plane and get the flock out of here. All right, family. So, hold on, young Sean. Hold on. Hold on, player. Hold on, player. 
Yo, I swear, as long as I've been doing this, you would think I know better by now. Okay, I got it. All right, we good. All right, family. The world's most trifling people award. Family, uh, as you all know, trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crockpot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every week and sometimes bi-weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings. And I'll choose a winner at the end. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go with let me tell y'all. I know this show was strong for some of you. Especially if you're new. You're like, is this what he does all week? He rants? Yeah, yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes I laugh more than I rant. Sometimes I'm sad more than I'm happy on my show. I got to tell you, though. You know, there was an ex-teacher that got 15 years for secretly taping 124 students in the dressing room. And this is out of Florida, which is never a surprise. I I wish they can take Florida and Texas and they want to secede and get away. I wish they can literally toss them off the map, but they can't. But um, there's a story so trifling that when you think about a dirtbag pervert piece of trash teacher who has been secretly videotaping girls, little girls, in a dressing room and you know he easily makes the world's most trifling right and I was thinking about reading that story and then I came across another story and it just made me say man I think there's just going to be a clear cut winner because there were some heavy runner ups now I don't know if you guys remember from many years ago but, but not years ago I'm sorry guys many weeks ago weeks ago I did a story about the four little pieces of shit girls. Was it four of them or three of them? Hold on. Let me see. Right. The 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 three girls that killed the Uber Eats driver on camera pretty much. 66-year-old man with a family just trying to feed his family through Uber Eats. And they get in this car and they tase him and they, they videotaping it because it's all about social media. And they veer out of control and the car crashes and he instantly dies. And these little pieces of shit they go to jail and you know they're so young some of them have never really faced true consequences for this 15 years old and I think one was 13 years old and I remember I got some correspondence with somebody who was like damn Moo you starting to get like over on the deep end you calling like little babies pieces of shit yeah yes yes Little babies that have enough mind uh, uh, mind space to tase someone and steal their car. And when they see that person holding on to their car, they ram that person into a wall when they lose control of the car. And they kill a man and take him away from his own family. I don't have a hesitation in calling them a piece of shit. Yeah. 
This is why I self-destruct. Anyway, that was a story, and I was like, man, that, that, that'll beat everybody out. Then I realized, y'all, that that wasn't even good enough for this week. And then I came to the story that let me know what I should be doing. Who should win this week? I'm sorry if I make life and death sound like a game, but you have to understand how much I detest pieces of trash. Four indicted in ruthless beating death of NYC mother found stuffed in car trunk. Four men in their 20s have been indicted on murder and other charges in the ruthless beating death of a 31-year-old New York City woman whose body was found in the trunk of a car during an NYPD traffic stop three days after she was killed, prosecutors in Queens said on Wednesday. <coughs> Excuse me. Nazareth Clore was killed with a machete and a baseball bat. This is a woman. This would not have made sense even if it was a man, but this is a woman. On April 11th, three days later, NYPD said officers saw four men toting a large object as they left a home on Phone Place in Far Rockaway in the middle of the night. Cops saw them place the object in the trunk of a vehicle and they all drove away, officials said. The officers followed them in and eventually stopped them near Nassau Expressway in Bayview Avenue. After they searched the vehicle, they found Claude's body wrapped in a blanket. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Claude's cause of death has yet to be determined, although she was beat with a bat and hacked with a machete. This is a woman. This is a human being. Neighbors in Far Rockaway said she was the landlord of a building, though her connection to the men remains unclear. The victim leaves behind a young son. This was a cruel, ruthless killing, as alleged. The defenders attacked the victim and beat her to death with a machete and a bat. Queens District Attorney Melinda Katz said in a statement announcing the indictment Wednesday, a young boy is now without his mother and a community is grieving. The four suspects, 22-year-old Alan Lopez, 21-year-old Jose Sarimiento, 20-year-old Raquel Yajiro, I don't give a fuck if I'm mispronouncing their names, and 28-year-old uh, and, and, and Anander Henriquez, all of Far Rockaway were arraigned in Queens Supreme Court Tuesday on a seven count indictment charging them all with second degree murder and criminal possession of a weapon. Lopez, Sarmiento and Yohairo are also charged with concealment of a human corpse and tampering with physical evidence, while Henriquez is also accused of aggravated criminal contempt. All four defendants are due back in court on July 27th. When I when I think about how fucked up we are. See, a lot of times we have a lot of fun on this show, and hopefully you guys had a little bit of fun today, but maybe I'm just on my thing today. The thing is, the 
police corruption is so heavy, you always... Yeah, yo, officers of the law, law enforcement, can I tell y'all something? Even when I read the worst about people, I still think y'all had something to do with it. I don't trust y'all. I don't got no love for y'all. I got love for my cops. I know that are doing the best that they can do, but I don't have no love for the rest of y'all. And even when I read horrific stories like this, I think something could be up. But just in the event that it's not... These young men are the, the, they are the winners of the world's most trifling people. And we, when we lose our humanity, we lose everything. That's why for the 2021 season, I, I, I started saying at the very end of the show to pray for humanity. This is a woman that was beat and machete, allegedly, and is a child without his mother. And... I, I just think that we ignore stuff like this if it's not high media profile. Because the truth of the matter is, I think that we don't care. And it bothers me. I was thinking the other day of how many times I put my life in danger for other people. And I realized it was a crazy amount. It was a silly amount. It was a foolish, foolhardy amount. I could have been killed numerous amounts of times I've stopped guys from beating up their girls I've stopped people from jumping people I've stopped all that people have tried to jump me back and do things back and I I just I ain't that easy you'll never know because I just sound like another guy that has a radio show and I talk a lot of shit I'm just telling y'all I'm not that easy and I think of how many times I put my life on the line for other people and I just realize now that humanity doesn't care anymore if these young men are, are guilty, they're the world's most trifling. They are the world's most trifling to the degree where I won't even do a world's most trifling next week if I do a show at all. You gentlemen win. You are the uh, world's most trifling human fucking beings. You, 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 are, you, are listening, you are listening to Reach One Network. It's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beatbreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. You're listening to Jeff Ismond. Well, family, as we get ready to land this flight, thank you all for riding with Jim is Moody. Jim is Moody. <laughs> Jim Airlines, Jeff is Moody Airlines. Thank you guys so much. The continued support means everything to us. And I got to tell you, um, it is something to go from something that really just bothers me so much to something that can make me smile and hopefully make you guys smile as well. And it is the polar opposite of trifling. Yes, it's true. The world is full of trifling people. But let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. So there's a local man that gives he, he's given 39 gallons of blood so far, fam. I don't know if you all know what 39 gallons of voluntary blood is, but that shit is beyond vampire. The Daily Independent reports that in Ashland, in Ashland, which Ashland, y'all? Yo, I thought this was one of the most uninformed. I was trying to find out what part of Virginia, North Carolina, what part of Ashland? They didn't say. But it's Ashland. His name is Euless Hayes. Family, he's given 39 gallons of blood. He's 87 years old. 
and he's been blessed with good health. So in return, he helps his fellow man. One way he does that is by giving blood. Hayes of Ashland gave his 39th gallon on April 2nd during the month blood drive at the Ashland Fire Department Central Station. He said he first realized the importance of giving blood when he served in the Marines from February 1954 to February 1957. I saw firsthand why it was important and why it was really needed, he said. After his three-year stint in the Marines, he returned to Ashland and began to work at Armco Steel Company, where he became friends with Gene Gross, who started Armco's blood donation program. So he was saying, you know, he he loves helping people out and giving blood. And in regards to COVID, he said, we're doing everything we're supposed to do to be safe, including being super sanitary and practicing social distancing. 87 years old and caring about other people and and giving get you know he did some math y'all so he said several regulars at the monthly blood drive have given 20 gallons so he did the math eight donations is one gallon one pint of blood is a donation it takes a year and a half to give a gallon and look how much he's given it and he says he does it because he's obsessed with giving blood and he's obsessed with loving to help people. I got to tell you something, man. It's it's I get down on humanity and I get I really go into depression and things sometimes because things bother me. But then I get right back up. I accidentally rang the bell. I don't think I've accidentally ever rang the bell before. I get right back up when I realize that I got to stop being such a bitch ass nigga sometimes. Yeah, things are bad. But there are there is so much good in this world. And that is why for this show, I've always put the polar opposite of trifling right after uh, 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 the world's most trifling, because I want us to all know that, that, yes, there's things that will we can't understand them. But then there's things, family, that's the best things ever. And there's still hope. I just want to say. 87-year-old Euless Hayes, you are the polar opposite of trifling. Oh my goodness, I am, if I live to see this age, I just hope that I can still be about people as much as you are, sir. So thank you so much. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your donation. And thank you for making us all feel better when it seems like there's nothing in our view but misery because it's more than that thank you so much i hope you all enjoyed the show family but make sure you enjoy life even more pray for love over hate peace over war and don't forget you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand family my method is madness you might not appreciate me till i'm gone but while i'm here i am gonna always talk my shit the atl traffic mix with dj natural is up next i love you all appreciate you all and thanks for letting me be me see y'all next week with another hot one please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on beat break 87 fm beat break radio fm.com and of course that free podcast fm app ayo sean garvey bruh hey sean i just willy-nilly tried some stuff out today we're gonna see how this turned out I really realized my volume, Sean. I realized something I got to do next time I do this. But whatever. Still a hot show because, bruh, that's what we do. And we got another one. See y'all next week.
Love y'all. Jeff is Moody out. Family, let's all pray for humanity. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a-listening.